What's up, gentlemen? This is Rising Phoenix Podcast, the podcast about how to rise up after your divorce. I'm your host, Michael Rhodes. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the show. This is episode 62. This is a solo episode that is going to focus on a topic of letting go. Letting go is something that I think we all struggle with when we go through this divorce process. So I'm going to cover a couple of things that I have done and I still do in order to help me get through that. I can't guarantee you that these things are going to help you. I can't guarantee you at all that there are going to be a quick fix. Um, There is no quick fix, but some of these things I hope will help you to let go and move forward. It's not an easy thing sometimes, but it is possible. So with a lot of things uh, in life in general, we need to define it. What is letting go? Uh, What are we trying to let go of? And some of that is going to be a a personal uh, definition. Well, all of it, really. You have to decide what letting go means for you. Uh, But for me, there are two sort of main focuses of of letting go, two two things that we really have to let go of. And that first one is, is her. Right, you have to let go of your soon-to-be ex-wife or ex-wife, maybe if you're already divorced. And there's there's a couple of things that we will always come back to on these topics of letting on this topic of letting go, and that is one thing: it's control, and you can't go back. So those two things are going to come up in in both of these uh, scenarios of letting go of her and letting go of your former life. So, but let's focus on letting go of her. One of the things you need to do is to see her with new lenses. And what I mean by, mean by that is you need to see her out how she is and how she was. And as covered in, in a few other episodes, I think, I don't know, certainly probably episode one, but uh, these women change, at, le- at least mine did. Um, and so I have to see her for the things that she has done uh, right up until separation, you know, right, right, slightly before, and then everything after. That's a different person. I don't know that person, so I have to take my lenses off of, of the of seeing it through a um, sort of the historical way, or you know, what I did know. And I, and you have to view it in based on the actions that she's taking now. She's a new person. She's a different person. You have to see her based on those actions. She is not that person that you married for whatever reason. We could speculate all day about why that happened. Who knows? Maybe it's a midlife crisis. Maybe she's tired of your bullshit. Maybe it's some other dude in her ear chirping and telling her things. Who who the fuck knows? I I don't know. The point is that she has changed for some reason. And so now it is up to you to look at her differently, to put on new lenses and to see her for who she is, not who she was. And so that can help you because you're essentially, you're letting go because you that that person doesn't exist anymore so you can't have it back and that's that's uh, uh, another point that that comes back uh, that comes up in in dealing with the other thing uh, the other portion of this which is letting go of your former life but but we'll get to that the other thing uh, that you need to do is not only see her in a new lens but you also have to realize that you can't control her you can't control anything you can control you can't control anything that anyone else does you can control you only period and there, there, uh, there's a thing um, towards the end of this I'm going to bring up that will also, I think, help. But, but that's one of the things that you have to remember is you can't control anyone but you. So even if, um, 
you you wanted to have her come back you can't make her you can't control her so that is over and so you have to start looking at this in in a new way you 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 have to you have to let go because you have no other choice the choices that you have are to see her how she is now currently and that will help you let go i think and to understand that you can't control her and again that will help you let go I want her back. I want her back, but I can't make her because I don't control her. So the other portion of this that is is difficult, can be difficult, is letting go of your former life. And, and when I talk about defining it, it's really important that you define what it is you're having trouble letting go of. Is it her or is it the life you had? Because those are two different things and it helps for you to know how to move forward to define it. And it might be both. But uh, more than likely, it's probably one or the other. And honestly, for me, I think it's the, the latter of the two. It's the former life because your identity has become so wrapped up in that former life. I was a husband. I was a father. You're still a father, always going to be a father, but it's different now. So, again, we have to talk about control. Can I control anything other than me? Can I bring my old life back? No, you can't. You just can't. It's not possible. You can't control her. And so therefore, you can't get your old life back. The other thing is, uh, another thing that uh, I brought up again previously, uh, is that you can't go back. If you could, you would probably go back and fix it in some way, right? You Or, or maybe uh, not have it happen at all. But either way, um, nobody has a DeLorean with a flux capacitor. So... No, nobody's going back in time, man. You can't. You just can't. And you have to start saying these things over and over. You have to remind yourself, almost like mantras, um, I can only control me and I can't go back to the past. Anytime you have some of these thoughts about, oh, I wish I didn't, uh, I wish I still had my family. I can't go back. I can only control me. I can only control me and I can't go back. These things have to be ingrained in your mind to remind yourself that you have to let go because you have no other choice. And one of the things that you're doing, thinking about these things and you're ruminating is you're not feeling the feelings of it. So another component of this is to really feel how it feels. And when you think about how much you miss her or your children or whatever, your old life, you need to feel how much that hurts and cry, scream, yell, punch pillows, get it out. Don't just sit there and think about it over and over. Oh, if I would have only done this or, oh, if she wouldn't have done that or, or man, why did I do this? Stop that shit. Feel the pain of it. Let it out. Cry, scream, journal afterwards. And then again, remind yourself, I can only control me and I can't go back into the past. Okay. So those are two things that are, uh, uh, that are very helpful. Um, realizing that you're ruminating and then getting out your feelings instead of thinking about them. Okay. Uh, and also as a side note, and I think I've said this many, many, many times, get into therapy. Fuck sakes. If you're not in the therapy, get into therapy and find a good therapist, not just a therapist, find a good one. Don't settle for the first one. It's much like dating. Try a few out if you want. And maybe you click with the first one, but just because someone has a degree hanging on their wall doesn't mean they're any fucking good at what they do. So make sure you're comfortable and you have a connection that you feel with this particular therapist. So 
that is another important and key component of all this. So now we talked about sort of, you know, what not to do um, in terms of ruminating, um, you know, what you can't control, um, you know, all those kinds of things. Another thing, uh, a key component of this is focusing on what you can do. Okay. So you have these moments of, God, I really miss her. You feel the pain, you cry, you scream, you punch some fucking pillows, you journal about how much this sucks. And then you say, okay, but what can I do? And there's a few things that you obviously can do. Um, obviously, when we talk about what you can control, you can control you. And what does that mean? Well, that means your mental and physical health. So again, into therapy, that's going to take care of your mental health, your physical health, get into a gym or do something active. Work on your body, uh, you know, get fit, get in shape, get healthy. These are things that, that you, you have control over that. You might not be able to bring your old life back or convince her to come back, but you sure as fuck can change how you look and feel mentally and physically. That is within your control. So uh, go do that, <laughs> okay? The other thing you can control is your environment, the people you hang out with, the people that you're around, um, the places you go, all of those things, that's within your control. Make sure you're consuming uh, good content in your ear holes, uh, watching good stuff on YouTube, um, hanging out with good and positive people. Uh, that you can control. The other thing you, you can control is your habits. Again, this is also sort of tied into the mental and physical stuff, especially if we're talking about uh, hitting the gym and whatnot. Um, and a great book for to help in changing some habits, let's say you do have some bad habits, uh, is Atomic Habits. And that I'll, I'll boil that down in a very, very basic way. It talks about sort of my interpretation, anyhow, is layering your habits. So in other words, every morning I'm going to make my bed and every and then when I make my bed, I'm going to meditate. So you sort of your your end goal might be, you know, and then when I meditate, I go for a walk. So maybe your your end goal is to lose weight where you want to start and sort of layer your habits. So you don't think about this big goal. Oh, I got to lose weight and I got to do these things. You start with, you start and build on it. You build small. So check out that book. I, I highly recommend it. Um, and those are the things that you can control. They're positives and, and, and they're, they're reinforcing too. Once you start accomplishing things and doing things, taking care of yourself, controlling the things you can control, you start to build your self-esteem, your self-worth. You start to develop an identity outside of what you had. And that is a, a, a giant part of letting go. Once you develop something else, you have nothing to hold on to in the past. You've developed something that is yours, created by you, for you. And so there's no need to look back. You, you'll still have those times. You're still going to have these moments of, fuck, I really miss my family. I really miss the girl, the woman that I married. That's perfectly normal and understandable. It's... You, you wouldn't have married them if you didn't love them. You wouldn't have stayed with them so long if you didn't love them. And that is a hard thing to break away from. So this stuff isn't easy. This is hard. But if you do the work, if you put in the effort, you can make strides. You can not only survive this, but you can thrive after. It's not easy, man. It, it's not easy. There are some days when I just have no fucks to give and I feel like I've made no progress and I'm not doing any good and, and I'm a fuck up and all of these things, these, these come. That's sort of 
in a lot of ways, and maybe I'm wrong, but it feels very normal to me uh, as a human because we are negatively biased. We are looking for the negative. So this kind of work is hard, but it's not like you're never, ever going to feel shitty. The goal shouldn't be to never, ever feel shitty. The goal is just to continuously improve yourself bit by bit until your shitty days are lessened by a uh, you know an exponential amount. And more importantly, I think it's when you do have those shitty days or moments that they become easier to recover from or easier to move on from. So if you wake up and you have a bad, you're just in a shitty mood, you're able to get away from that and change your mindset and change your mind in, in, in a quicker way than you used to, where you used to be, maybe it would ruin your, your week, your month. Now it's a couple of hours for you to get your head right. And it's okay to have those down moments. It's okay to be pissed at the world. It's okay to feel like you're a fucking failure. You're not. And again, that's part of the work. You can still have these thoughts and these emotions and these feelings, honor them, talk to them, question them. Am I really a piece of shit? Am I really worthless? And, and if you have evidence to back up that you're not, it's going to be a lot easier. That's all I got for you on this one. It's just a quick one. Um, I know a lot of us struggle with letting go. You're not alone in that. You're not wrong for that. You're a fucking human. Until next time, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Thank you so much for watching and or listening. Thank you to Nick Coyle and Lifer for allowing me to use their song, Born Again which you're hearing now and at the intro to the podcast. Thank you to Justin Dullahanty and all of my brothers at The Alpha Code. Please visit the website, risingphoenixpodcast.com, to connect with me and other like-minded men who are looking to thrive and grow after their divorce. And remember to surround yourself with people who add value to your life, who challenge you to be greater than you were yesterday, who sprinkle magic into your existence like you do to theirs. Life is not meant to be done alone. Find your tribe. Take care.